2021, Dave and Jeff. It is August 18th, 2021. I'm in a bad mood, not going to lie. You are? You're fired up? Well, I was fine till about 10 minutes ago. I look at social media. Yeah. And D Fox says to Paul, Paul, you got to do yourself a favor and get the audio of Dave and Jeff role-playing Steve's vacation in Texas. It's great. And I go, is there another Dave and Jeff? (laughs) I go, uh, I'm looking at that. And then I I look to see what the date is. Yeah. And it's tonight. I go, well, let's see. We did that show two nights ago. Yeah. And I honestly have no memory at all of even mentioning. I mean, I remember we talked about Bo yelling cannonball in the pool. Oh, yeah, I do great. remember that. I don't remember shit either. That's funny you said. this. you remember this. anything role-playing I, his vacation? No, we, oh, we, we drill. You know, we basically got Woods and Paul really good about a week ago. We're mm-hmm. just, um, I asked Woods, I asked both of them if they heard it. Woods said no. <laughs> Paul, I know, hears it. But it's, it's, um. I don't know, man. I, I, I tell you, the funniest thing that I, that cracked me up was that we went after Woods for ruining his relationship with Gary. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Was that what it was? I think so, that he turned his back on that's Gary That's what and it the was, Yankees. that Gary threw something out the, Gary threw something out the car. Like, because I just see yeah, Friday oh, yeah, Night Lights. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what, okay. We're doing the, fr- Tim McGraw, the Friday right. Night Lights. Where he threw that's the ring right. out. And so Gary threw something out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. I never listened to any of these. I forgot too. That's funny. Okay, okay. I might go back and enjoy that. Thank you, D Fox. Literally looked at this thing 15 minutes ago and go, I have no idea what he's talking about. Oh my God, that's funny as hell. Oh, that's right. It was Steve and Gary in the car, and it was the Friday Night Light scene. Oh, yeah, that's it. And Gary, maybe the nicest guy on social media, was kicking out the back windows like Tim McGraw. (laughs) That's right. All right. All right. Well, I do like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I look, I go, how the hell? Like, I remember where I need to be. I remember where I, I'm not like somebody else where I need a goddamn intern to drive me around. <laughs> I know where I, I know where I need to be, right? I show up at work. Three people got that joke, but that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I show up at work every day. I show up here twice a week, right? And they go, like, I pay my bills. My bills are paid. Yeah. I know what side of the car my gas tank's on, right? Yeah. Like, basic shit you got to remember. And then people are like, oh, man, yeah, that was great. And they go, huh? Literally nothing. Do you think any of those guys, do you think Ben, Steve, uh, I'm trying to think, Tony, Chris, Coach, those guys that like two days later remember anything that was said no, on that show no well it's different you and i have always been different where we've gotten along off there whereas we yeah. know most hosts do not get along on there i mean off there when the show is over a lot of them just rap fuck the hell out of each other it's always crazy to me but the show we're doing like right now this is a regular phone conversation all the time like we have nothing or, written or down twitter nothing there's nothing ever written down i mean just now when you started talking i have no direction no idea no. what direction you're going to start the show with but overall, there's just this is the way we talk. It's a little bit more filthy <laughs> on the fucking phone. But it's yeah, it's basically the same thing. So we yeah, I don't remember. I can't tell you our last conversation on the phone what we were talking about. All right, now I have another question. Um, 
paying attention like I'm supposed to. Me, Patreon subscriber, James Hughes and I working along today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I see on social media, Eric, Erica. Yeah. Upset that she's not in the fantasy football league. How about that? Now, I, I was here when the ping pong balls were drawn. I didn't even know she was interested. <laughs> Did you know? No, I didn't know. I, I didn't know either. She wrote something on Twitter that I 100% agreed with what she said. And then she said that she wanted to be in the fantasy football league. I had no idea that she wanted to be in. I don't, I don't remember seeing her name. Now I wonder, was she in the, in the ping pong balls? Well, she should have been. She should have been. I literally tried to take every name that we had and separated them all. Yeah. Well, I've, I feel bad. So our apologies. So, James, you're out. No. I, I'm about to say, <laughs> holy cow. I know. And don't be a creeper and start email. I was joking around. Said she was going to, because uh, she told you to eat shit. So I said, well, listen, come in, run the draft. You're a little cocky about how good you are in these leagues. Yeah. So I said, your main function for our team will be to run the draft and then tell Dave how to spend his free time. I like it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. My buddy Aaron Creasy yeah. calls me four days afterwards. Hey, yeah, go ahead and throw my name in. Oh, really? And then he texts me 10 minutes later. Shit, just heard the show. Sorry. But for all of you in the Knoxville area, yeah. uh, Junk Galaxy is your number one stop to get rid of all that unwanted material. Again, Junk Galaxy, you can find them on Facebook. And then, uh, I, can I, uh, I just want to promote somebody really, really nice. Go today. ahead. Let's hear it. I like good customer service. Oh, I fuck. have. Go ahead. Right? Go ahead. Go ahead. Dave, uh, I have needed a haircut okay. for like three weeks. Okay. And everywhere you go, a lot of these places are closing at like uh, six o'clock. Well, I'm at work till five, often either here. Yeah. Get my kids, and it's just time after time after time. Well, tonight, I had a little time after work. Not not too bad traffic-wise coming down. So I get down to kind of the Balboa area, kind of Balboa, just uh, probably west of the 805. There's a Chick-fil-A in that area over there. People probably know where it is. And I'm just looking for anything. I'm looking for a sport clip. So you don't go to the same place every time? The same ah. person does not cut your hair every single time? No. Okay. Jonathan from, remember Jonathan, that guy that was on, his sister's, uh, is Nicole, the girl from uh, Mass Singer? Remember that? I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. You posted something the other day. I had no idea who the person was. Dude, this guy would have been right up your alley. This guy had a show. He was just, uh, he had a haircut show on like Bravo. He was in Beverly Hills like 10 years ago. Fucking show was so funny. Those shows are all rigged. But to answer your question, no, I, I just go wherever, who's ever open. So you have to explain to them every time that you want your hair cut. Yeah. But, okay. But so I go, and there's a great clips right there. Okay. I go, perfect. But now it's like 5.50. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm having flashbacks to the Ikea guy. Hey, I'll just be a minute. Oh, that's fine. You just put your needs in front of everybody else who wants to go home. I'm like, fuck. So I get there and I go, uh, <laughs> I go, look, I understand if you guys are calling it a day, but is there any chance to get a haircut? And they go, yeah. And the girl's name was Jeanette. Okay. Goddamn, Dave. She was so funny. She's a twin and she's telling me stories about people that come in 
and get haircuts. And she told me a story about a guy, and she goes, do you want the hair over your ear, or do you want it above the ear? Was it, 76? And the guy goes, uh, I want it above the ear. So she goes, okay. So she cuts it, and the guy goes, whoa, 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 that's way too short. <laughs> and I go, well, what are you supposed to do? Dude, she was so cool and so nice, and to get you in under the wire and so friendly, and I just thank him, so... Unpaid. Oh, that's funny. But if you're ever over in that area, man, the, the three girls that were working were so funny. How long did it take to cut your hair? 15 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, but still, you know, their shop closes at six and they, they hung around by the time, you know, you're paid and you tip them out the whole thing. It's, it's 610. And, uh, God, they were so funny just telling me stories about some of the people they deal with that come through the door. But it's just like, you know how it is, man. When Every guy knows it. it. It's when you needed a haircut a week ago, it's like every day you're just like, shit. Yeah, you need a haircut. And then the second you sit in that chair, you look in the mirror and go, fuck, it doesn't look too bad. Maybe I didn't need a haircut. You're like, what's up, Governor Nelson? <laughs> Loser? Nah, no. I Did your mom it. ever cut your hair when you were a kid? No, my mom didn't cut my hair. We had a, we had, this was great. We had... I lived right by a bar in Minnesota that was called the Left Guard. And the Left Guard was owned by Max McGee. And then I think it was owned by Max McGee and Fuzzy Thurston. And then they got rid of the Left Guard and it became Chi Chi's, which was a big Midwest Mexican restaurant. Oh, okay. Came out here to San Diego. I thought you were going to say strip club. No, no, they came out here to San Diego and they didn't last very long. They were in Mira Mesa. But right next door to Chi Chi's, there was a guy, uh, a barber. And you go in there, and this guy had, like, you know, old school Playboys and just everything, man. So you just hang out. All these old pervs sitting in there, right, looking at 1975 yeah. Miss April. So all you got to do is you know, you figure your head, find that right angle in the mirror. You can see what he sees. Yeah, exactly. Just reversed. But this fucking guy got his barber license from the back of Mad Magazine. <laughs> this guy couldn't fucking cut the cheese, much less cut your hair. <laughs> Every goddamn haircut from fourth grade, it just looks like he just like cut your bangs. Yeah. And then just get the fuck out of here, kid. Get the fuck out. I got to read the Playboy Advisor. <laughs> that's that's so, funny. So when Jack and Cade were born and we started getting them haircuts, I goddamn said to the everybody cutting it, like Jack wasn't bad. He was just number four clippers, yeah. basically just shave his head. He liked it. But I said, for Cade all the time, I go, I don't want this shit. I don't want that Dutch boy. Oh, okay, okay. And they try to cut it and then it started looking like that. I, Fuck, what did I just say? What'd I just say? What? <laughs> I go, stop cutting his hair that way. So eventually we got to figure it out. Oh my but, gosh. Um, but yeah, so I would go there. But I just remember this guy it was right next to the left guard. Yeah. And then Chi Chi's. And if he got in there, I don't even know. I know Jeannie Pepper, but I, I don't know old school Playboy Playmates like I should. When you when you look back at pictures of yourself when you were a little kid, let's say oh, around five awful. years. Awful. My mom, should they should have called CPS yeah. on my mom. 
Dude, me too. Like, I'm surprised I didn't get my ass kicked every day. Yeah. I'm wearing... I'm my looking brother's at, really bad. Really? I'm looking at pictures, and I'm like, all right. Every one of the pictures... First of all, my hair was like Bose. It was like really long. Like yeah. I was wondering, well, that's I, all right. But I wonder, why did he wait so long to cut it, is what yeah. I was curious to know. I wish he'd have done that for me. Second thing, I'm wearing fucking from from the toes up i'm wearing those fucking like saddle shoes like the cheerleaders used yeah. to wear i don't know why i'm wearing those what's up with that i'm wearing red i know why you're wearing them red pants i have no idea why i'm wearing red, God <laughs> red damn. pants right and i'm wearing a crazy like long sleeve shirt living in los angeles with this crazy long look hair like don knots i knew it was one of those little, i wouldn't like, be lucky to look like don knots dude with my hair was insane i looked like i was in skid row I look like a fucking idiot, but Fuck. I'm like... Don't, you look I, like you're in Skid Row. I look like I was in Sound of Music. I'd fucking trade with you any day. <laughs> I think I started to look at what I thought was cool was I had my Fonzie shirt, and yeah. all it was was a picture of Fonzie with <laughs> yes. the thumbs like that. The, hey, and then yeah. every picture I took for years, just, hey, <laughs> with my thumbs like that. <laughs> and it's, it's fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> like, I was like, always wonder, yeah. what the hell was my mom thinking? Like, did he even try? You yeah. just order everything into the Sears catalog, whether it was for girls or boys. doesn't matter. Fuck, she didn't even go Sears. You're a Montgomery Ward kid. Oh, my God, dude. It was crazy. God, she hated you. She did. Still think so. But, yeah, yeah. I, I 100% didn't understand it. But then uh, she started cutting my hair, and it was a bowl cut every time. What? And it took uh, for like eight thinks? hours to do it. Like eight hours. Just What are you doing? I just start sitting in the kitchen crying. I, I swear to God. Look like no Adam, I look like an ugly Adam Rich. Remember that asshole? Yes, that's it. That's what the haircut I was talking about. I, look, I look at the only, the worst haircut that, than anything I had through like fourth grade yeah. is Ric Flair's son, Reed, who would absolutely, they just put a bowl on this kid's head. The most lazy haircut ever is that kid where you look yeah. at and you go, God, that's why the lions eat their young. Because this is sick. But I swear to God, there's no more arrogant fuckhead in the world than a parent who says, you sit your ass in that chair and has a cigarette dangling and just tries to figure out if they should use fabric scissors. The fuck are you doing? It's $5 to get your kid a haircut, you arrogant prick. Say, oh, this looks good. Oh, yeah, because you're really, really skilled at blending. <laughs> that i guarantee you there's somebody in this group who's had their parents cut their hair that, that was, oh yeah that was my mission was like i'm not gonna get anything right but at least i know that i'm gonna do my best and i do it all the time right now if we take pictures of them i'm always trying to help them keep their hair somewhat where you look you go yeah. dude if you look back at that in 10 years you're not gonna hate be it. embarrassed or be embarrassed to show your next girlfriend or your future yeah, wife, you whatever the fuck you used to look like. Yeah, you got those scrawny little buggy whip arms of yours, but <laughs> hey, fuck that. You can get around that. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's it. My worst, it's funny, my worst hair experience. I don't know if I even shared this with you. Do you remember that day we took a group of listeners up to Angel Stadium on Father's Day? On the train? On the train. Yeah. Um, funny how it was on that Yeah. Day. And so uh, I remember it was a Sunday. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. So so obviously it was that a ESPN Sunday. ESPN 800? Yeah, it was ESPN 800. And um, I remember I was thinking, boy, when I was a kid, I used to be out in the sun so much, my hair would turn almost a color of yours, like more of a blonde. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, hell, I, I wish my hair was that color. So I went and bought hair dye. I've never dyed my hair in my life. I have no idea what the fuck I was doing. 
I remember my wife was sleeping, and I'm just in the bathroom coloring my hair. Why are you doing that? Because I told you I wanted blonde hair. I'm the blonder, lighter, lighter brown. Like uh, Flash Gordon. Yeah, I wanted to look like Flash Gordon. Sam Jones. I want to look like Sam fucking Jones. 100% right. I'm not even laughing because you're right. That's what I was aiming for. <laughs> and so uh, I put this shit in my hair, and it says, like, keep it in there for five minutes. I kept it in there for 20. I'm like, a five is good, 20 is better. Dude, I, I washed it out. I jump in the shower. I washed orange. it out. Dude, worse than orange. It was it was no joke, big bird yellow. Oh! It was so fucking bright, neon yellow. What did you do by the time you got to the train? I had to run to Rite Aid, fucking buy another box of, like, brown and fucking dye it back. And oh then I was like, I, dude, if I would have honestly. Why didn't you just show up on the train? You'd okay. have been a legend. Put it this way. That was 2007 or eight, and I'm telling you the story for the first time now because I was embarrassed about it. Oh, you should have shown up. That would have been. Dude, it was oh. insane. It was insane. God, Thank God I didn't wait to the last minute to do it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have yeah. had time. Yeah, f- fucking at 7 in the morning, I looked like Big Bird at 8 o'clock. My hair was at least a normal brown where no one noticed. Jesus, it was yeah. terrible. That That's pretty solid. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm afraid to touch my hair since. I won't dye it. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck that. What if I turn yellow again? Where did you uh, Where you take the, the uh, Josh and Jake to get their hair cut? Did Rita the, ever try to cut their hair? No, never. The, I, cu- I cut their hair a lot because the deal with the boys... Oh, the, with clippers? With clippers. Oh, that's one thing. And so, But the reason was, I'm going to buzz your head unless you're going to comb it. I wasn't going to let my kids go to school with bedhead yeah. Yeah. and just walk out of the house looking like a dipshit. Yeah. So I said, well, if you're willing to brush and comb your hair, you, yeah. I'll do whatever angle you want. You can go ahead and I'll pay for it. Yeah. But if you aren't going to take time to brush your hair, guess who's going to shave it in the garage? Me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd buzz it. I'd do a four on top and like a two on the sides. Did it. Did, it, did it forever. Yeah. They're, um, Jack's mom could cut his hair, which was great. Yeah. He still should do that. Um, yeah, Jack Jack has a good head. He should do it. Yeah. Especially He's, playing football. He'd probably love it. Yeah. Yeah, because his hair, like Kate and I have pretty straight hair, and so it grows pretty long. Jack's got really thick hair. And so, yeah, just with the clippers, it works great. But Kate and I, we got 29 different colleagues, colleagues, whatever they call them. Fuck, as soon as he sits in the barber chair, you just see the lady, whoa. I'm like, fuck, sorry. But uh, I got the same thing. I got one really bad in the back. Dude, of my we head. have about 11. That's why I knew Josh was actually my kid. As yeah. soon as I saw that, the same thing in the back of his head, I was like, guy is mine. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, those, those girls tonight, man, I'm just telling you, they're so cool. And I thank him for doing it. So, yeah, if you're ever. Over in that area, I know people are all around, but yeah, she was super cool and yeah. really funny, and got me in and out of there. And because uh, no chance cool. I could go tomorrow, Friday, or uh, or over the weekend, and then it just drags out again. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. All right, so today was was interesting for me because it was a Padre Day game, and yeah, I'm always a, kind of a smart ass on Twitter. Yeah, today I think honestly I've never said yes. it, like the the read the room deal. People are super fucking pissed today. Like they I was, cut. like I literally was like, I don't think I'm gonna get on this thing for a while because well, be people good. are over the top angry. Miserable Padre fans, so fucking mad at me. Yeah, enough of your shit today. <laughs> Some of that stuff made me it was making me laugh as I was tweeting it. But man, people are so upset with this fucking team. Yep, it's displaced anger. They're all angry. They don't know who to be angry with. They're angry True. with the players. They're angry with so many people are angry with Jace. Like I don't know what the fuck you guys want Jace to do. He's, he's throwing guys out there like Arietta because yeah. they sign him. What do you want True. him to do? Ryan yeah. Weathers cannot win a game for shit. After you and I said he's the best pitcher you have, he's the worst pitcher you have. 
Yeah. Now he's supposed to pitch on Sunday. He's not going to pitch on Sunday. Dude, can we... I swear to God, the guy that you should put a fucking statue up next is fucking Craig Stamen. This guy, Dave, is... You're right. This fucking guy is unbelievable. He starts, he throws another fucking 30 pitches today. I think he's going to start again on Saturday. Guy's unbelievable, dude. Yes. Damon's done a good job. Well, didn't Arietta start the game today? I wasn't he I didn't did. see the beginning of the game. So my buddy my buddy Connor at uh work is a Cubs fan, but loves the pods too. So he's been dying laughing that Arietta's coming here, but he's laughing as a guy who's got Padre blood. So I was giving him shit. I yeah. go, dude, Arietta's coming out party today. He goes, the fuck it is, dude. I've been watching him. So I go, well, let's have a bet. So it was, we could do one of two things. We can bet over under five earned runs for Arietta. I go, not a chance I'm taking that bet. He goes, all right, the other bet is that he doesn't get out of the third inning. Oh, boy. So I said, all he has to do is start the fourth, yeah. not complete the fourth. He goes, yeah. I said, what are we betting? Anything in the vending machines. <laughs> I go, I'm down. Arietta goes three and a third, blows his hamstring out, five earned runs. So oh I win. I would have lost if I took the other bet. But David's like, we were all talking about Cole Hamels. Yeah. What the Dodgers give Cole Hamels? Million? A million dollars. And he's done. He's done. Cole Hamels over the last two years has made one start and got $19 million. Mark Pryor's like, damn. Damn is right. Who was the other guy? Josh Johnson? Yeah, Josh Johnson. Remember that guy? Yeah, what do you get? Sixteen million from the pods, eight million yeah. each year. So I went tonight, and of course I printed it out, and then I goddamn left it in the car. But I went and started looking at this team, right, Dave? Yeah. And I started looking at it because I'm thinking about teams like the Timberwolves. I'm an NBA fan as well, and the Timberwolves are so handcuffed by bad deals. Because they've got D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, and you really can't do much, and they're not ever going to get better. So today what I did was I went and pulled the payroll for this team, where it is today, where it's going to be next year, and then where it is moving forward. So the payroll right now is $174 million. Now, granted, you have a bunch of guys that are arbitration eligible. Yeah. But... They're not going to make huge money. Right now, you go from 174 to next year, 134. It means basically about $40 million coming off the books. Pretty big dough. It is. And you're expected to have Clevenger back. So you look at this, but Dave, the problem is when you look at it, there are just, there's no answers. Um, Sean O'Neill posted tonight that they put out the top 100 prospects the number one thing, not only about this team falling apart, what did that organization do where Mackenzie Gore was the number five prospect in baseball and tonight he's number 64? Yeah, I saw him as high as number two behind the kid from Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, Wander Franco. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been right there. Dave, what are you doing in your player development? It's something we've talked a lot about on this show over the last three and a half years where you have your number one guy, a top five draft pick, has dropped 60 spots. And you can look at that in an organization and try to tell me, hey, we feel good about where he is, and that's just one guy's opinion. Bullshit. It's a lie. 
He's not even playing in minor league games. They're in goddamn denial. Yeah. And now Edwin Rodriguez, who had managed at Elsinore and is the manager at El Paso, steps down today. Dude, they have got to overhaul that entire thing. It's It reminds me of when Kevin Towers refused to make changes to the scouting staff. Yeah. Out of loyalty. And goddamn, I hope we're not dealing with that again. If you're going out and you're finding these guys that you think can be impact guys, I mean, I went, I just started going back today and looking at trades, right? Yeah. Trades that were made. You got jerks in Profar here, and you gave up Austin Allen, the catcher, who, granted, is 27 years old, but is hitting over 300 in Vegas. I get it. Got a little altitude. 16 home runs as a catcher, hitting over 300. And you gave up Buddy Reed. Yeah. An outfielder in that deal who was a second-round pick for you to get jerks in Profar. Who never plays, right? Right. Profar is a liability no matter where you put him defensively. Right. And I know part of it was bullshit, tongue-in-cheek, but Jesus Christ, you don't think you could take what Cal Quantrill's doing right now? And if you don't look at it and go, hey, why wasn't Cal Quantrill working out here, but all of a sudden now he's working out in Cleveland? What is What happened? Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad when you say it because when you say it, people are are understand. And if Jeff says it, then he's he's well, serious about it. I, I've said for a while when when I say it, I don't say it just to get under your your skin. What I'm what I'm saying is I talk to a lot of these guys because there are a lot of times pro teams come to my school or come to watch my travel ball games, and we talk about different organizations. They all share. Yeah. You know, it's a small community. They all share, and. They have all said to a man, the Padres are behind the times. The Padres are behind the times be? on how they develop. I have no idea. I'm not there, you know, but it, it shows. When they say, look how they develop, they, they are basically, there's a way of doing it, and there's certain teams who, who do it a certain way, meaning, and obviously people are going to hate to hear the Dodgers. The Dodgers, the Blue Jays, yeah. the Braves, the Giants, some of the organizations that people look up to and say, these guys know what they're doing with their young players. And you can't run an organization over and over again by making trades for veterans because we talk about, you know, salaries. And we talk, say, you know, you have six years of control where you're paying the minimum. But now you're getting guys that if you want to keep them, you have to pay them a shitload of money. You can't continue to operate that way. You have to develop your young guys at some point. So you have a bunch of guys on this roster. Paddock's a guy. Cronenworth yeah. is one okay. of the guys. Well, go talk about fixing it. You know, you talk about firing guys. It's not just managers. It's a whole thing as far as yes. how is this program run? Like, yeah. what is the training? We, we all know that the Padres did a fantastic job the last two years when it came to pitch selection. Okay, but what's going down in the minors as far as getting these guys ready? Why are they so bad? Well, the Nationals are another team, by the way, that's supposed to be way behind the times, even though they have guys like Soto that have come up. But the Nationals are supposed to be the same situation. Like but, they're behind the times. Rizzo's supposed to be behind the times. Yeah, and there's nobody, right, where you go, think about the names. Camposano, Hassel. Abrams. That's it. And I know you were joking about today, but there's there's a lot of truth to what you said is, what fucking happened to the hot lava of talent? Yes. And I get it, man. They went very heavy on arms. But you look around and you go, all right, where's the first baseman? Right? Yeah. All right, Cronenworth has second covered. Tatis has short covered. Machado will be your third baseman. If you're looking and you go, well, I, I think Camposano will be the uh, you hope the catcher of the future. 
mean, fuck, you moved out Torrens, right? Yep. You moved out. Mejia. Mejia's gone. And then you just start looking around. And you go, fuck, what happened? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe there are guys, David, at single A and double A, but it doesn't sure like feel like there's five or six guys scratching at the door from AAA to get up here, right? No. And that's what you, we were sold that it was going to be, was that we took the bullet for a couple of years of bad baseball while guys like Tatis and Patino and Paddock and others were kind of earning their way in the minors, Quantrill and Lauer and everybody else, yep. right? Buddy Reed and all these other, while we put up with guys like Austin Hedges, and Naylor and others that were here, fine, yeah. But it's just really, really weird. I look at this team, I'm like, fuck, man. You don't think you could use Fran Mill right now? And again, you're going to have a DH next year. So you have Fran Mill, even if he was hurting you defensively, you're going to have him as, you could have had him back as a DH next year. Now, the Padres at the time didn't know that. Still, Fran Mill was young, fan favorite, put up good numbers. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say I would take Fran Mill over Will Myers any day. I, I just look at this team. Fran Mill over Fam. Yeah. Over Hosmer. Holy fuck, man. It's it's crazy. And it, you always everyone loves Preller with the, you know, in AJ I trust shirts and all that bullshit. Dude, this all falls on AJ. This collapse falls on AJ. He's the one that put this roster well, together and failed to fix it at the trade deadline. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the guy. Yeah. I mean, you but look I at this. He rem- would say though too, Dave. You think so? I mean, right now, isn't he? Does he have the title of the team president? We had this conversation before. Does he have the title of the team president now? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. No. They aren't getting rid of AJ yet. There's there's major problems. It doesn't. You don't want to have the same season next year when Clevenger is healthy. But right now, what gives you the belief that it will be better? You still have Snell. You still have Darvish. You have five hundred pitchers. Musgrove. You have five hundred pitchers. Every one of these. There's not one guy that pitches on a regular basis in the rotation where you go. It's an automatic win day. Like right now, they're in a yeah. situation they've lost six of the last seven. You need someone to stop the bleeding. You don't have a guy in the rotation nope. right now. You can guarantee he's going to stop the bleeding. Nope. And uh, to me, that's it's an AJ deal. You know, he's pissed at, a- <laughs> at AJ, which makes me laugh. He's like really mad. Is your boy Elston? Elston really? has lost his fucking mind on Twitter the last week. What did he say? It's basically what you and I are saying right now. Just going after AJ like a madman. Like. Well, it- I was yeah. like, wait till they find out you went to fucking uh, Cal Poly or whatever. Long, Long Beach, Beach. Poly, Long Beach, you were a jackrabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till they find out you're in L.A. guy, Craig. You're going to be sitting there yeah. with that scarf. Yeah. When someone kidnaps your pug, you're going to go, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, you better take that back. Craig's going to feel like it's dodgeball when guys just start ruffling, rifling soccer balls and wrenches at his head. You better duck, Craiger. Uh... I like it. I, I listen, man. You got to be held accountable. Big time Absolutely. sports, you have to be held accountable. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a results driven business. Yeah. Stop. Stop saying everything's fine and this team's great and we don't need negative personalities right now. That's not. That's not fix. That doesn't fix your fucking problem. Putting your head in the sand does not fix your problem. They're fucked. You understand it? <laughs> Everybody knows it. You blind bastards. Everybody knows it. Everybody looks at this team and hears the theme to Titanic right in their fucking head. Yeah. We goddamn Orsillo and Grant just sitting there fucking playing the snare drum. Jesus Christ, enough with the shillelagh. Grant, When's the last time you used the shillelagh? <laughs> Grant yelled at Machado, though, twice in these in these games. He did? For not hustling. 
Yeah. For not running. He said, you got to run. Yesterday, there's a third strike that he didn't run. First, the ball got way away. Yeah. He just turned and walked to the dugout. Yeah, he missed it, right? Yeah. And Grant yelled at and Twice he yelled it. You got to run on that. You got to run. And yeah. then today, Grisham, man, fucking just coasted Dude, to a ball. how great was that fucking play? Just coasted. How funny was that fucking play? If you're Arietta, right? Oh, my God. We're like, we fought back. We're 3-3. Three, three. What the fuck are you doing? Just if, get to your spot. If you're Arietta, you're like, God damn. All right, I can get this. I can get this. I'm back in the pennant race. Fuck, man, they need me and I need them. This is going to be great. There we go. Routine fly ball. Hey. Hey, dick face. <laughs> now we're down 4-3. You fuck. <laughs> I, I watched that play about 10 different times. That's one of the colossal fuck-ups. And, and you know what? You make that play in April, you go, ah, dude, fuck it. All right, we got it. Pick it up. And I know he came back later and made a good play. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember when uh, B.J. Upton was with the Rays? Yeah. And he fucking jogged after that ball, and, and uh, Longoria lost his shit in the dugout yeah. on him? Like, you're waiting for someone to lose their shit on him and go, what are you fucking doing? Well, who? But, That's what I'm I mean, saying. Machado who? can't. Machado's fighting what, the same fight. What about Chase? Jace is the manager. Oh, Jace will take you out. <laughs> Like, like, okay, I'll give yeah. you a guy that made his career in baseball fucking by hustling and busting ass. Skip Schumacher. Yeah. Skip, that's a 100% a play Skip Schumacher would go, dude, I didn't last this long in the big leagues by playing like that. You're better than that. Everybody here knows you're better than that. They, uh, and look, I don't know. Hey, Dave, I'm not in there. I don't know what happens behind <laughs> closed doors. Do you talk like coach on your own? Like in the car? Do you start doing coach? No, but, dude. Dude, order your food. Next time you go to a fast food place, let's coach. Hey, can I get that with uh, no mayo, please? I do like the chipotle mayo. Got a little kick to it. You got to explain why no mayo, the way Coach would. You'd have to do the whole thing. Like, you order it and say no mayo, but that's not good enough. You got to give a description. Like, the the person on the other side doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. What's your drink? Well, it's hot. (laughs) I would have gone with the Sprite, but I think I'll, uh, I'll do like my friend south of the border. I'll try one of those Fanta oranges. What my friend T-shirt tech likes. He's always got one ice cold, right next to his. Oh my god! Right next to his case and natty light. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can see the person on the other side of the headset just going, "Jesus!" So you want a Fanta? Like a Fanta? Hey, you're pretty good. I'd probably give you right now. I'd probably give you a getting the order. You're probably a fifty. We'll see if you get that order out quick with your arm. I'll give you, you're probably a 40, but I'll talk to you, Alan Trammell. And, you know, the late Dave Garcia was a good friend of mine. We sat at a lot of games together. <laughs> he was a little, he was a little easy with that pencil on the scorecard. He probably would have given you a 55. I don't know if I would have. Then the next question, all right, so you're going to get the Fanta. So what size would you like? Well, <laughs> I just, just a medium. Otherwise, I'll be up all night. I like watching Grey's Anatomy, but sometimes that show gets a little gory. Don't you agree? Now that I'm thinking about it, no ketchup on that chicken sandwich. Fucking guy. I can't picture the guy with his big giant hands drinking a medium. <laughs> Look like a shot glass with a straw. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know it's uh, August. Do you have those uh, Lucky Shakes? What are those things called, Dave? The Mc... Uh, 
What the? The McFlurries? No, you fuck. The fucking... The Shamrock Shake? Shamrock Shake. Do you have one of those? My buddy over here is a Dodger fan. He's not too bright. (laughs) Dipshit. Yeah, you got any Shamrock Shakes? No, it's August. Well, hey, I bet if you look in the back, you probably got a little extra, right? (laughs) No, we don't. Uh, All right. You just went from a 55 to a 48. (laughs) I've gone to dinner with Coach. Coach is the nicest fucking guy going. I said at the start, I never listen to shit back. But occasionally, if we've done angry Coach, I'm always terrified that I go too far and he's going to get bummed at me because I fucking love the guy. And I'm just like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) They can live with it. I can see him taking forever in that drive-thru, just talking <laughs> about nothing. The person on the other end has zero fucking idea or cares what the fuck he's saying at all. He's got Brayden in the front seat. Hey, let me see what my grandson wants. You want a happy meal there, dickhead? <laughs> he calls him dickhead. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, my God. Should we go to Burger King and get you a little crown meat? Don't call me meat, John. That's my grandson. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky I'll kick his ass when he's giving me trivia. <laughs> uh, he's so mad. It's like, dude, it's your show. Tell him the topic that you fucking on, feel come comfortable. Come on. Come on, please. We're going to do uh, side B of the Field of Dreams soundtrack, Coach. What? The hell? What, you got five John Williams songs? Probably no Danny Elfman. Oh, fuck. Wouldn't you love to just be in there for a fucking show meeting? Dude, what we hear on the mic makes me laugh. What if he sits there? Let's play. All right. We're going to play... Famous movies with baseball kids under the age of five. Oh, come on. Never seen any of them. Haven't seen any. You win, Larry. Braden came up with a dumb game. It's like, we haven't asked one question to Larry. You might not know any answers. You win the opportunity to go to the Black Crows or Gavin. Dude, he's giving away Donny Osmond tickets. Somebody said that today. It's 100% true. No. Coach's whole deal. All right. You're fucking in the line to see Donny Osmond. I'm like, who the fuck wants to see Donny Osmond? Is is Marie going to be there? No, just Donny. His fucking jacket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where the fuck is Marie? What the hell? How does the fan say we're doing this giveaway? For Donny Osmond? Nobody wants to see Donny Osmond. The fuck's a soldier of love going to tell us? Jesus Christ. God, really? Yeah, that wasn't a joke. Oh, I thought people were joking. No, I thought hundred... they made that up when I saw no. that on my social media. I go, that's a good poll. No, he's trying to put you in the hopper for the last three weeks to see Donny Osmond. Where's Donny playing? Paula Kiz- Palma Casino? Coach's backyard in Solana Beach. Dude, where are you booking Donny Osmond? Exactly. Some old age home. No. F- What's he going to sing? One bad apple? <laughs> Let's think about people listening to this show. Who's going? On this show? Walchef? Walchef's not going to see that shit. Trotter? I don't think Walchef knows who Donny Osmond is. He does. He's a pretty sharp guy. He's only 39. I don't like how Walchef, his poor guys are just there trying to pour beers and keep that fucking restaurant humming. He's always right up on him with that camera. Back up, TMZ guy. He's hey, opening a third place. I saw. Yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. I saw and I saw that and then I saw Rosie throwing sand at him at the beach yesterday. Those videos from No, all kidding aside, that was really cool. He said Mira Mesa, Kearney Mesa. He, La Jolla. But, that was another one that he mentioned. Yeah. But it's just the ghost kitchen, right? Where you go and, and you just grab the sandwich. I don't know. You got to ask him. I think that's what I don't know said. what I'm supposed to know and not know. Like, I know a lot. I just don't know what I'm do supposed to Do you know where it's going? Yeah, I do know. But I'm not supposed to say it here. I no, can but tell you. Yeah, I know where it's going. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah. Good for Sean. That's cool. That yeah. makes me really, really happy. Dude, that shit. That, we went and got that Jake's cheesesteak. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're going to do that. I think that's going to be our Helix tradition. Cool. By the way, Thursday nights. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, after the games, we're going to go. That's um, it. Now, I will, uh, I got to go through your schedule, but I do plan on making it to see some of these games. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know. Well, are we going to sit on the Helix side or the visiting side? Dude, I told the coach today, they got numbers today, which was cool. Oh, what I, numbers did they get? Uh, Cade got 30. Okay. Which Jack was like, it's weird how Steph Curry is my favorite player and he give his number to my brother. You tell him Steph doesn't play football? And I said, uh, are you going to trade with him? And he goes, he's not going to trade with me. But Jack got uh, 32. Oh, 32 is a great Jack number. Jack Tatum and Marcus Allen. Yeah. So, so, listen, what I said to them was. Franco Harris? Yeah. OJ? Oh. <laughs> what? Um, I said, we're talking about numbers. And they go, oh, it's cool. We got our jersey. I want to get this, that. I go, dude, you know what? You guys are freshmen at Helix. They give you a uniform, you fucking won. Yeah. Don't worry about what number is on the front. You just go, thank you, see you tomorrow. So, yeah, really cool. So, did, did the coach know that you went and sat on the other side? I emailed him today. He thought it was funny as shit. Because I said I dropped him an email. Yeah. And uh, just getting him caught up to date on one thing. And I said to him, I go, hey, you know what a fan I am? I said, tomorrow, I said, I will be in the most furthest corner of the stadium because it's where I like to go and cheer for, you know, my buddies on the staff and, and the players. But I said, I'm um, wishing you the best of luck. And I said, just a reminder, if you need anything out of me or that nitwit Palais, we're here all the time. And he wrote me back. He goes, dude, I'm going to laugh about that line about Palais all day. <laughs> so, oh, man, those dudes, they're champs. They're, they're great. So, yeah, first one tomorrow against Christian JV. So, we'll just and, – and you know what? Yeah. I'm seeing my friends, Dave, their kids are playing at, at Rancho Bernardo. Yeah. I saw the picture today of Dylan Curry out at Poway. Like, I've been out of the Friday Night Lights game for a long, long oh, time. And then it's it's really cool. Friday night, Helix plays Mira Mesa at home. Yeah. And I think I, I think I said the other day, they're celebrating 70 years of Helix football. Is Reggie Bush going to show up? I don't know. Uh, I don't know alumni-wise if Alex Smith will be there, if Reggie will be there. But just for my sons, and tomorrow they get yeah. to wear their game jerseys to school, which is really, really fun. And they probably got to turn them in after the game. I don't know if they can wear them out Friday. It'd be cool if they could, but I get it if you got to turn them in. But, um, but we're excited to go out there and just and cool. see what that tradition's all about. But, but it's not just about Helix, man. If your kids are playing at... The La Costa Canyon or our buddies from Point Loma, all those man, I'm I'm excited. It's I it's been I've been out of that game for so long that um, your kids are going to start watching PPR and all that stuff. Well, yeah, all that yeah. stuff's really. I and, still watch. My kid hasn't played since you know Josh hasn't played since 2011. Yeah, and well, I, I still tape it and watch it. 
But it, it's like I, I was saying, Dave. You know, well, now that Dylan Curry is playing, he definitely got to tape it. Oh, and watch absolutely. It. Yeah, I think he's wearing number four, if I'm not mistaken. That's what he wore last year. Well, yeah, we'll tape it for Poway. Yeah. And we'll tape it for Helix because I'm sure they'll be on. But you know what, Dave? I, I really cannot think of a sport. I'm not, I'm not invested enough in the NBA where you go, love that team, hate that team. As a Kings fan, I genuinely am invested in that team. I love that team. So anybody coming in, I, I don't like. And I'm not a huge Ducks fan because my coworkers ruined my ability to cheer for all Southern California <laughs> hockey teams. And while, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll watch the Gulls. I don't openly cheer for the Gulls because I'm a Kings fan. Um, but if the Gulls are playing anybody but Ontario, fuck yeah. All yeah. in for them, right? You don't want to be an asshole. I'm a Pods fan, so I hate every team they're playing. But the great thing is, I I don't know the last time where, obviously, I'm all in on Helix, but it's kids that are 13 and 14. So just to go out, Dave, and enjoy it and yeah. be, like I said to, to Coach Rowley tonight, to just go and, and enjoy the game and, hey, man, if the kid from Eastlake makes a big play, you know, ultimately, I hope Helix wins the game or yeah. kids from Christian tomorrow. I hope all those kids have fun and and it's a great experience for them and their parents. Clearly, I want the green team to win. But at the end, it's just I like just going out and enjoying the fun of the sport without being like this team sucks or anything else. So hopefully I can find a place where I'm not annoyed because I know not many parents have the same approach that I do. But. I just, I love the game so much. So maybe I can get a sideline pass and just go sit in the corner of the end zone. You could. As a media member, you could. You just go right to CIF and you just get that pass. That's what I, it's the best. I hate, yeah. And people listening are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's a little card you get. We used yeah. to have it all. You never went to a game, but we had it all. Every time we've been on radio, they always send us a card. Remember that? Yeah. We, Who the, do I contact? I'm going to need that because. The CIF offices. And it used to be you had to go pick it up at the Hall of Champions if you, yeah. if, you didn't, if they didn't mail it to you. But, yeah, they always gave it to you and me, to any game we want. But to stand yeah. on the sideline for high school was cool as hell. Yeah. And so, well, especially for these games. Yeah. Where I can just get away from everybody. And, like I said, let coaches coach and let kids play and everybody have fun. Yeah. But um, I think I'm not expecting huge crowds at freshman games. No, you and aren't then, at all. And then uh, my sons and their buddies will be out there on Friday night. I know they'll be out running around, but I can do the same thing. I can just go, I'll stay on the Helix side for that. And uh, and I don't know. Like, I wish somebody, high school football people that know it way better than I do, shit, man, I need a scouting report on Helix Varsity. I'm going to the game on Friday. I don't know anybody on that team, but, um, yeah. Do you still go? When's the last time you went out to an Eastlake game? Oh, it's been it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. I went to. Would you go to Benita Vista? I have. I've gone to Benita. I've watched Benita play. Oh, Benita, that's and Benita's cool. struggling right now in football. They're trying to trying to fix it. Unfortunately, their best player got recruited by Cathedral and now plays for Cathedral. Oh, seen hmm. it a hundred times. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> weird how that works. It's weird how that, how that works. I got a, I got a, There's a kid in uh, that's supposed. To, he's in sixth grade. And and I'm watching him play baseball, and I'm like, this kid's a pro. Like, once in a while, you'll see a kid that just is a freak. He's 11 years old, wears a size 11 shoe. Jesus. And he's been practicing with the high school guys, and he fits right in. You couldn't tell he's who he is. Yeah. He's that good. And so I'm like, man, I hope this kid comes here. Then I'm like, he'll end up at Cathedral or Saints. Crazy, They're right? going to get out from a scholarship, and he'll end up leaving. I'll, ne I'll never see the kid. So when I see St. Augie varsity, but now hang on. 
Tell me the truth on Helix, because I don't know. Helix is like a private school, meaning because they're a charter school, so they can recruit. Like, your kids actually live in the area, but Correct. Helix can recruit. Okay. You know? So, I mean, there are kids that are, Hel- that are Helix <clears throat> that no, li- don't live in La Mesa at all. So, when we get to Helix Cathedral... It, I don't want to say it's fair, but it's it's fair. It's but on paper, it's fair. They both can. It's a little closer right. than yeah, but than I mean, Cathedral what, Tory Pines. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah, Tory Pines kids again can afford the the best trainers and the best nutrition and everything else. That's the team correct. that's amazing, what they get done is a team like Lincoln. Yeah, like Lincoln's probably the most athletic team, very very good team. You follow them this year. Lincoln's outstanding, but look what Lincoln has to work with, man. Right, there's nothing there. That used and Coach to be, Dunn, who's who's over there, used yeah. to be a pro player, has done a fantastic job with those kids. Remember, like, Sweetwater used to be that yeah, way. used to be a powerhouse in the 80s. Uh, Valhalla yeah. used to be that way. Um, yeah, I like it. So, yeah. I think Granite probably plays those schools, too. So, it's probably a little bit of a tougher tougher, uh, tougher road for Granite, right? Because that's yes. just local the, the, kids. Local kids. And Grossmont? Same thing, local kids. Interesting. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, when you you read the stats the other day. I mean, how many league titles has dude. Helix won? Yeah, Helix has great coaching and great tradition, but it, it's easier to get the best players, you know? Yeah. Well, but I think, too, when you're winning. People want to be part of a winning. Kids or, want to be part of 100%, it. 100% they do. And and I just, I'll say, it, I'll say it every show. I go out and I watch a lot of practices and I think, Dave, one of my favorite things you've ever said, and it's easy to remember because there's only two of them, <laughs> uh, is when you said you gauge a season by how many kids sign up the next year. Yeah. And I think that's insanely important. And I wonder how many coaches have that. I, I do. I think that's so cool and it's great. And I think one of the reasons you're able to do that with great success is because you keep the game fun and you yeah. keep it light. You expect the most out of your team, which you should. Um, you expect respect for your teammates and your coaches, which you should. But at the end of the day, it's a game, and they're kids, and you keep it fun. And that's exactly what I've seen. And I, I said today just in the email, it's one of the most fun things Good. that I've been a part of in sports. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely geeking out. And I don't I don't care if my, uh, my kids are on the field three plays a game. I, I really couldn't care less. I, I, wonder, what whole I wonder what you're going to feel like tomorrow. Because it's their first high school game. Like, for me, no joke, when Josh was playing, man, I was so nervous the yeah. day of the game. Even though I wasn't playing as a player, I was never like that. But yeah, I was so I was so nervous the whole day where I yeah. like everything to shut down for that day. I've had it. Well, I've had two different things. So they played the JV two weeks ago. Yeah. And tomorrow they're playing a team that has a year of high school experience. Yeah. And then last week they played Eastlake. So that yeah. was a little different. But tomorrow's different because... Today they got their jerseys, and tomorrow they go to school, that whole thing. Um, yeah, it, it'll be great. But but what I'm excited about is to watch it, and uh, and then tomorrow night just to go to dinner, and just the floor is theirs, which anybody who listens to this, you'd be like, yeah, sure. No, I'm serious. The floor is theirs. Like, tell me about – I'll ask them questions, right? Yeah. Like, hey, tell me about running out on the field. Like – Putting that jersey on, what what was it like? The, you know, the we laugh about trying to get your your vision in the helmet. And, yeah. But I, I just I love hearing about the game from their perspective, and if they ask about a particular play, um, I just tell them what I saw. I'm not 
not doing anything that would disrespect the coaches or anything yeah. else. And um, like I, I, I like that their kids didn't take the bait last week when guys were chirping at them. And you forget about that, oh, yeah. like those little things. I saw it. We saw it at uh, at Benita Vista Baseball. Yeah. You forget how much chirping goes on, but a that's lot. all fun. Yeah, a lot. It's all, it's all good. So no, I'm. Uh, I'll I'll dig it, and I'm excited for them. And I'm excited for all for all the kids and the coaches on both sides. It's a good I think time. It's, I think it's really cool. It's a good time. It's it, Friday nights when they get there. You know, in a couple of years to varsity, it's a mm-hmm. whole different thing too, especially well, with what's expected at at Helix. You know what I mean? Like oh, you're yeah. going to have people in the stands that are alumni. You're going to have people that are so proud of that program. They're going to be attending for not only a CIF championship but state. Yep. And you're just going. It, it's it's different. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it, there's nothing got, wrong with it. It's great. It's just you can feel the intensity. Do your guys at Benita Vista, uh, because we're watching Friday Night Lights yeah. and we we're talking about, do guys, I, I've i been out of it so long. Do guys still get a Letterman's jacket? Um, <laughs> You know, it's funny. They, they have the opportunity. I mean, they literally get a letter. Yeah. Um, Isn't that funny? That's kind of a funny tradition, right? Like, my kids were asking me about it. Like, Yeah. Well, I got Josh one. He never wore it. I just said, man, you have so much shit because he, he played football, basketball, baseball. And yeah. I said, dude, you should have it. Just if you want to throw it in the closet and if your kids ask about it one day. Yeah. He didn't want it. Wasn't, it's just that, you know, Josh. That's of not course. Josh's thing. Josh was, is not a look at me guy. Um, but I would 100% recommend it for your kids, for anyone at Benita, the whole deal. I had a kid a couple of years ago who failed out his junior year. Didn't play in one game. Okay. okay? His dad calls me and says, hey, I got to get that letter. I already have the jacket. I go, your kid doesn't get a letter. He goes, why not? I go, well, he didn't play. He yeah. failed out. He didn't do his part in the yeah. classroom to be on the field. And his dad says, well, I have the jacket. I'm going to call the school and complain. I go, okay, but while you're complaining to get that letter, try and get one for my wife. She didn't play either. Oh. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. I go, it's disrespect to everyone that did what they were Stolen supposed to Stolen valor. Do. Stolen valor. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Completely. I couldn't I could, I couldn't get over it that the guy asked for a fucking letter even though his kid never played. His kid's not gonna his he knows, dude. It, it's funny, man. And I I said this, like it's the guys in that room, right? Yeah. That, that know, and there was a dude, man. They were saying the guy who lasted about four days and he's out. They said a guy who's on the team said to him in the classroom, "What's up, four day?" You just go, shit, wow. man. Like, it, yeah. Uh, all that stuff. But I, I don't know. We're It's just we're watching Friday Night Lights. 100%. And, if your kids had the opportunity to get a letterman's jacket, get it for them. Right. Yeah, they get a letter, get them the jacket. Maybe maybe they'll wear it, maybe they won't, but at least they have it. Yeah, and I thought uh, my buddy, uh, a friend of mine's kid, ran track. Yeah. Not a big dude. So he ran track, cross country, shit. He had his picture the other day. He had scholar athlete. He had all these cool things that were on. I was so proud of him. Nice kid. Yeah. You're out representing your school, man. If they I, win CIF, by the way, they get rings. You know that, right? They get real big. I mean, giant rings. That's unbelievable. Pretty sweet. It's yeah. pretty sweet, man. They get one or two rings. They're going to love it. I mean, again, they aren't going to be wearing them to, you know, shakies. But at the same time, they have them. It's just, uh, listen, as a parent, we all get it. You just want your kids to be in experiences that helps set the path that they're going to follow for the rest of their life. Yeah. And when you get to this age, we all know um, that there are temptations out there, right? God damn. That San Diego bitches, they were hot. <laughs> Fuck, look at. <laughs> right? 
I've had so many people that say, we really thought you were going to be the Secretary of the Treasury. Hey, fuck, so did I. And goddamn Laura Daly walked in my life. The fucking game was never the same. She And she knows it. She knows it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> if she heard this, she'd be like, ah, fuck, sorry. Sorry. It was fun. Don't you apologize. That's what I'd tell her. I knew what I was doing. Um, there's goddamn temptations everywhere. So you've got good teachers, yep. coaches, teammates, the whole thing. And as a dad, you like knowing that there are guys there to, to kick him in the ass when they need it. You know what I'm, I'm curious with, with your kids is because uh, I'll say it out loud because I know football coaches especially pay attention to greats. Oh, big time. Like Jake fucking high school for Jake was one of those where a C was as good of an A. But when Jake played football, when yep. he was playing sports and doing school, Jake was like a three five to three eight student. Yeah, but when if he wasn't playing sports because he was so organized on his time, right? He was a great student. But as soon as football ended, and there was time, his grades would slip. But I, I'm curious to know: are the grades better or worse during football season, not football season? On day one, we had a Zoom meeting with with Coach Rowley uh, for the parents, and he said, "I do drop ins." on the classroom and my coaches do drop-ins and we demand that your kids sit at the front of the classroom unless it's a seating chart assigned by the teacher and, and they're not allowed to do that. But he said, we demand that they sit up front because you sit up front, you're required to pay attention. You're required to participate just like you're required to pay attention. You're required to participate in our program. And I thought it was great. So they is he a teacher at the school? Um, no, but he's been he's there for a long in. time yeah. and and a very very good man and well respected. And he and I have become fast friends. I think he's great. And uh, and they but they have coaches that are there that that drop in and like I said they have. I mean, Helix is pretty cool. I'm sure a lot of schools have it, but they have you know tutors available all the time. Oh, that's they do, cool. They do Monday groups, so if you're struggling in, in math or English, kids yeah. have options there, and I just think it's it's another reason why I'm glad they're playing sports, why I've always encouraged parents to have their kids. If you don't necessarily believe in Pop Warner or, or Little League Baseball, that's your decision, but for me, high school is a different thing, and, and when you're there and you have a responsibility to 40 other people, uh, before the coaches that you're going to be there and you're going to be eligible to play because you've put the time in and they're counting on you. I, I kind of like that. That's a good kind of peer pressure, much different than, hey, let's sneak behind little darlings yeah. and, uh, you know, track one of these chicks down and get a Hummer. <laughs> Dude, all that, all that has changed so dramatically from high school when you and I were in high school to now. Oh, yeah. None of these guys, like, talk like that. No. They, they don't. <laughs> nobody... Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah, nothing. No. There's never a fight. No, you. Well, you know, Dave. You and and this is probably again at a lot of schools. You throw no, a punch. Tolerance. You, yeah, you throw a punch, get in a fight. You're out. Yeah, you're out, man. And boy, oh boy, yeah, that it, would be. No, yeah. you, you you don't. It, I'm, I've lucked out on that part, man. As far as coaching goes, my my team GPA is a four zero. That's great. Like I have a kid on my team as a four seven. 
Who the it's, fuck is that guy? He's my my best pitcher. Isn't as a, that cool? For, as a as a four seven, the kid that just got drafted by the Red Sox, I think graduated the four two. Dude, you have to right. You know, all these kids have been fantastic, but I always joke around. I go, look, take pay attention to your grades. Yep, I have access to all the, everybody's grades. Nice, but I go, I, I don't want to have to get on anybody. Thank goodness I have an outside that one kid who wanted the Letterman's jacket, but he wasn't any good anyway. And then I. Um, I, I said, look, your algebra teacher doesn't give a shit about your batting average. I shouldn't have to care about your algebra grade. Well, what the uh, <laughs> what the coach said to Helix, because he actually is invested in kids, not like you. Not like me that just, just cares about scoring the, runs. Yeah, just in for the paycheck. <laughs> the paycheck? I make 15 cents an hour. That's and what the, it comes out to. And the fucking free egg salad sandwich that you're in for. Yeah. Uh, he said, your parents will hear first, and I'll hear next if you act up in class. He said, they all know who you are, and they know. Yeah, he said, your parents will be first. Look at all these. That was cool, dude. We are watching the, the Dodger Pirates game. All those grown men trying to catch that Corey Seager homer. And that little kid, about yeah. nine years old, caught it. Well, the funny thing is, Dave said it. He goes, hey, I wanted to go to Dodger Stadium tonight because it's replica championship ring night. And nobody would have gone. I told him I would have gone in a minute. Yeah, fuck. But the funniest shit, I would have been just like those guys, Dave. Every guy in the crowd is wearing their fake ring tonight. Like, yeah. you get it, you put it in your pocket. <laughs> and all these dipshit Dodger fans have their rings on. Look at them all out there. That's a great catch by that kid. How crazy is that? How cool is that? That little kid. The right person got the ball. That was awesome. Well, and that kid, the guy next to him couldn't figure out how he missed it. And then yeah. he got excited when he saw it was the kid. So, yeah, that's cool. Now, what will typically happen at Dodger Stadium is about 10 minutes from now. Someone's going to knock him down and take his ball? Yeah, that kid's going to get the shit beat out of him when that lady uh, with the Padre hat throws a Coke on him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a great moment for now. It'll be sad later. Hopefully, they don't uh, jump that kid like the typical Dodger fans do. Thugs that they are. God damn! look at Mary Hart right there and her fucking husband. Who the fuck did she marry? Dude, who is George she Goble? <laughs> Bob Crane. Fuck. It's always a Bob Crane reference somewhere in the show. <laughs> it's so goddamn good. The only one. I'm the only one who gets it. <laughs> That's so damn funny to me. Um, fuck, I'm lost on what you were just saying. Sorry. Uh, no, that. it's fine. We're just talking about. It's just cool, man. But yeah. it's just. Uh, They're the part of something big. They're something, the part of something bigger than them. It's cool. Well, I like that you have a responsibility because, look, we all get it as parents. You like to believe your kids feel a responsibility to you. Yeah, and you also like to believe you're going to hit the fucking Powerball. Which one do you have a better chance of, of accomplishing? But when you, when you have a responsibility to a lot of people that you don't have lifetime relationships with, and for the most part, unconditional love, they'll call you on your shit. Yeah. And I, I think that's important. I think it's important to a guy. I really do. I think that, right, there's a lot of sense of entitlement that you get and people kiss your ass and everything yeah. else. Getting knocked down a couple of uh, notches and being reminded, hey, you know, pretty boy, <laughs> shit doesn't revolve around you, man. We're in this thing together. I think it's good. I really do. I think I think what they'll take away from it off the field is as important as what they take away on the field. Do you, do you ever see the movie Teen Wolf? Yes. Do you remember the scene when Michael J. Fox tells the coach he's going to quit the team? Yeah. And he's, the coach says to him, look, Bobby Finstock says to him, look, let me tell you something. I had a kid on my team a few years ago 
who had big time problems, big problems. She said to me, coach, we don't have any money. My mom's having a hard time. Health isn't good. I'm going to have to quit and, and get a job. I'm going to have to leave the team. And Michael J. Fox goes, what happened, coach? I fucking let him quit. He was third string. We didn't need him. <laughs> get the hell out of here. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. No, I, I said to him tonight, I go, look, here's the cool thing, right? I said, the cool thing is you got these numbers tonight. Yeah. Were they pumped up? How, how long did they stare at those jerseys? I wasn't with them when they okay. got them, but I talked to them after. Did they get two jerseys, like the home and the way? They, today, well, it was funny. They said, today we get the home jerseys, which will be the green. Yeah. But it's actually a gray jersey with green numbers. Okay. Now, their practice jerseys, all green with white. So, I don't know how they changed the scheme. But I said to him today, I go, listen, right now, you walk into that number, it's a clean slate. Yeah. You can determine by your actions, your attitude, if they say next year to the kid that draws that number, hey, man, you got some pretty big shoes to fill <laughs> because Jack wore that number last year. So I go, it's all up to you. It's up to you. And, you, and I go, your attitude, your approach, and how you treat your teammates, how you treat your coaches. Right now, you got a clean slate. You go in, you're just a fuck off. They'll give that number to some kid with asthma and Coke bottle glasses. He's like, what? <laughs> it's just what? I go, look, it's up to you. That's the fun part of it. I go, the fun part is right now you roll in and, uh, and, and you determine the outcome of the story. And I go, it's the first time. I don't, I don't really know something this fun where you've had as much say in the, in the end result as you do starting today. And I think that's pretty fun. Are the two boys competitive with each other? Like yes. as far as stats go? Like playing time, stats, tackles, interceptions? Or were they, were they, are, are they watching all that stuff with each other? They are, but I'm going to keep that really, really... I'm going to keep that on a short leash. I'm not going to let that go. Because if one guy gets out more... And, and gets to play more than the other. I don't want anything, any of that bullshit taken away from the experience of being part of that program. Yeah. Because, no, if I, if I let that happen or encourage that, if I heard any of that and didn't say anything, because I, I've said to them all along, it's a much bigger picture. You're, you're part of a really, really cool program. And, yeah, they're like, ah, oh, we're going to play here, we're going to play there, we're going to do this. You know, I don't know. Maybe we'll do special teams. I go, whatever that fucking coach says he need to do, say yes. So, um, no, if, if I hear shit like that, I'll, I'll end that really quick. And really, not only towards their brother, but towards anybody on that team. I don't want any of that. It, yeah. it's, it's part of, hopefully, a, a four-year fun experience. And, and that, would, that can end it really, really quick. That can take the fun away. No, I won't let that shit happen. Good. Good deal. All right, speaking of uh, high school football, we mentioned Brian Curry, his son Dylan, starting quarterback at Poway. Really excited. Brian Curry actually coaches over there as well. Coaches uh, defense, coaches linebackers over there. Oh, I love so, it. So uh, Friday Night Lights is big for the Curry family. Again, Brian doing great things in the community. What else would he expect? He does great things as far as the real estate market goes and getting you the most for your home. 
You're crazy if you don't call Brian Curry. If you're in the situation right now where you're thinking about putting your house on the market and what you're going to do next, where you're going to move to, there's only one person to talk to. It's the biggest biggest investment asset that you have, and that is your real estate. Call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Talk to another friend, bought a house out of state, made a huge, huge mistake that so many of us would probably make, but I'm telling you, Brian Curry won't let it. Friend of mine lives in a very hot part of the country. Do you know the mistake they made, Dave? Their front door opens right next to their patio. And you go, okay, what's the problem? In a hot part of the country, you need that breeze coming through, the cross breeze. When the patio is next to the front door, there's nothing. And this friend of mine goes, I fucking bought this house, dude. It feels like a sweat box. And my air conditioning is going to kill me. I'm going to have to take out a second just to fucking pay my air conditioning. God damn. A, you want to beat the shit out of the architect who designed that. And B, it's just heartbreaking because you know you don't have any way around it. So you go, these are things I probably wouldn't think of. That's why you need an agent like Brian on your side to go, yes, we know that it's a neighborhood that you like and it's by the schools and it's easy access. But is it just the little things like keeping the house cool during these times of year where Brian walks in and you go, man, I love it. You go, well, you're not going to love it in two fucking weeks when it's 95 degrees and there's no goddamn breeze coming through here. That's why he's the best at what he does. That's why he wins so many awards. That's why we're thrilled that he's part of this team. I want to thank Brian again for his support of the Helix football program. Yeah, call Brian Curry. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Taylor made pools. That pool for you is just around the corner. Look, it's been hot as we know the last few weeks. That Guess what? It's going to be even hotter in a couple more weeks. When we get to September, we all know September is the hottest oh, month. Boy. It sounds crazy to say, but it is. It's the truth. September is crazy hot. You're going to wish you had that pool. Don't let 2022 be the same mistake you made in 2021. Call Alan Taylor. Get on his schedule. Get on his calendar to build you a perfect pool. Go over everything that you possibly want. The 3D Design Virtual Tours. Again, he just finished one a couple days ago. That's amazing. you got to check out his website and check out everything Alan does. It's going to be worth your time. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Chatting with a friend of mine who lives in Texas, and we were talking about they have hot weather down there, and we were saying how her mom... Uh, used to live in Lucadia and had a pool in the backyard. And she was saying, man, I lived in La Costa. My mom lived in Lucadia. And every day coming home from San Diego, I would just stop at my mom's and go in that pool all night. And she said it was so fun. She said my brother would show up. There'd be a couple of the neighbors, some of the local kids. And her mom uh, would just welcome everybody. And she goes, oh, my gosh, what I would give right now to have that day one time, much less be able to do it every single day. Yeah. Isn't it funny how many of your best childhood memories come from a swimming pool? Always. Always, right? And, uh, yeah, and I think right now, too, for so many of us, you look at the backyard, and you know what? There's probably somebody out there who goes, well, I like that tailor-made pool, but goddamn. I've had my heart set on those white rocks. <laughs> the fuck? Like the kind of Wilma would wear around her neck? Yes. The guy who suckered all you dipshits into putting white rocks in your front yard and your backyard. God, I don't know who's more of a fucking magician. That guy 
or the guy who sells the fucking olive green Tesla to some of you <laughs> snide pricks. <laughs> Fuck. You're not putting down the big plastic and the white rocks. Well, sales guy says it's going to lower the... No, it's not. He's saying that to get those the fuck off the lot. I seem credible. You seem like a dumb fuck. <laughs> get those fucking white rocks out of there. Get that fucking ice plant out of there. God damn it. We just go back there. You're the guy who's like, hey, you want a country time lemonade? Huh? No. Where the fuck's the pool? I bet you Hotel Circle in the 60s had a shitload of white rocks. White rocks? <laughs> and piss-soaked pools. <laughs> you can have a much better experience by calling tailor-made pools. God damn it. It's so easy. Stop being dumb. Oh, my gosh. No wonder your wife's always checking out Pete and Point Loma at those Padre games. Because she knows. Carol's there. Carol lets her guard down. Pizza guy makes the right decisions. <laughs> be the other nitwit. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Dan Williams is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to your finances. What are you waiting for? Dan's the guy to help you get out of debt. As we've talked about many times, so many of you have not figured out your finances. Don't be embarrassed. So many people fall into this trap as early as college, right? When they start getting that first credit card and another credit card comes, and then they don't know how an American Express card works. So you yeah. got to pay that off every 30 days, and you fall into a huge slump. You can't get out of it. It becomes really a life sentence. Dan Williams is the guy to call to help you out. 858-688-6813. That number again, 858-688-6813. Don't forget about his Bar Smart 2-Minute Tuesday. There's a brand new video up this week. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Our friend Lisa Ann, maybe you've heard of her, (laughs) put a thing out today saying that, again, coming up in the fall, she is having her, she's participating in the walk in Huntington Beach to help end Alzheimer's. And she was raising money. And I said, you know what? Um, Yeah. She's been a great friend, and I know how much this means to her after losing grandparents. I said, sure, let me jump on and make a donation. I said, I'm sure Dave's already done it. This would be great. I'm sorry I'm running late. I haven't yet. No, that's why I was just going to point out. How do you know I haven't? Because I donated today, and you know who else was right there was Dan Williams. Oh, uh, okay. And Dan donated 50. Okay. And I was going to be a complete douche and donate 51. Yeah, that's what I would have done to you. Of course you would have. But I was always do 100. But my mother-in-law has suffered from the same thing too. But I was do 100. But I said Dan's family, part of this team. And if Dan did 50, I did 50. So that's what we did today. And I appreciate Dan as always. How did you know I didn't though? Is my name? Do you look for my name? Because they show all the donors. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. And I go, well, I've watched this thing go by seven times. Not a big shock that old Crocodile Arms Palais, nowhere to be found. But Dan Williams, as generous as a guy can be, was right there. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to be an asshole. Dan's a champion. He came in to support Lisa. I'm going to do the same thing. So we, we're down for 50. Uh, I don't know that I'll make the walk, but but happy to support it. What if she brings Missy Martinez with her again? I tried to give your fantasy football team to Missy today. Missy is a great follow on Twitter, by the way. She's out of the business. She's in real estate. Is she? Yeah. If Brian Curry ever jumps out, she jumps right in. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I could do that. Dude, can you imagine she's showing you a house? Okay. I've seen this movie. You hope you've seen that movie. <laughs> like, wait, that's it? We're what happened? Gonna, we're just going to look at the house? Yeah, where are you going? <laughs> I just bought that Dracar. Uh, so, yeah. Dan, thank you for everything you do. Finish up our refi. It's getting all done, and uh, it's just been outstanding. And so, yeah, borrow smart, repay smart, all of it. But I just wanted to thank Dan for what he did again today, giving back to the community. Dan is absolutely great. Kyle Flugers, you want to talk to when it comes to that brand-new website. When you talk to Kyle and say, Kyle, this is what I need. I need help with my website. It's not getting the traffic that I need. It's not generating enough hits where I can make a little bit of money. This is what I'm doing now. I'm working remotely from home. And I decided to build this website. You need to fix it for me. Also, Kyle, fuck you for sending Jake Arrieta to the Padres. Fuck you is right. Why don't you give us a heads up? And then you say, Kyle, thank you very much. You have fixed my business because the website is the most important part. You know what? You know like how uh, John Hine made a billion dollars with Jump the Shark? Yeah. I have a million dollar idea for you, me, and Flugs. And I'm going to give, uh, me and Flugs are going to split it. Uh, 45, 45, and then we'll give you the remaining 10. Okay. But I think you're going to love this site. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you off, off air because one of you guys is much smarter. And like I said, I don't remember a goddamn thing I say five <clears throat> minutes after we leave here. And then one of you will be sitting there like Tom Wu on the boat. <laughs> you like pretty girls? Goddamn right we do, Tom. You like playing tennis? Remember Tom Wu? Yes, of course. Who made more, who got hotter chicks, Tom Wu or that little fucking nerd doing the want ads? Hold on, Tom, is it Tom Wu or Tom Vu? What's his name? Oh, maybe pronounce it, but it was spelled, oh, Tom Vu. I think it's Tom Vu. Okay, did Tom Vu get the hotter chicks or did those two little midget real estate guys get the hotter chicks? Remember those guys look like Tattoo? Yeah, you're obsessed with those guys. I am. No. I like short people. The guy with the, the short hair, Ken, all by just taking out a simple one ad. Remember that yes, little fucking right. guy? Oh, yeah. And then they busted him for doing something? That was a crazy deal. We're like, not hard to take out a one ad. Yeah, and you'd pay like 29 bucks. Yeah, and you're going to become a millionaire. You were going to become a millionaire by taking out one ads in the P Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. It made no sense. Yeah, what am I selling? <laughs> it made no sense at all. You're going to sell blenders. Okay. Phone rings. Hello? You need a blender? What? No. It's your mom. Stop asking me that. Um, yeah, flukes. I have a, I actually do. I have a million dollar idea. It's going to be great. And we'll cut you in. We'll cut you in for 5%. And we'll kick the other five to Jake's projects. Okay. Good deal. Good but deal. you'll, you'll, you'll like this one. I'll tell it to you off the air. Okay. Good, good deal. All right. Here we go. Celebrity birthdays. How old are they? How much are they worth? We'll start off with two guys who are no longer with us. The first one is Roberto Clemente. Oh, dude, I love that guy. Remember when I was a kid, like one of my first, I wasn't a huge trading card collector, but I got this thing, Dave. It looked like, I swear to God, it looked like the size of like your tennis shoe insole. Yeah. And it was like this large oval cardboard card. And mine was Roberto Clemente. Really? And I always thought it was cool. And then when I read the story or learned about what he was doing and how he passed, man, God, I love that. Yeah. Um, Roberto Clemente. Ah, oh, so. Ah, shit, right? I mean, it's like, it's like James Dean. They always just stay young to you forever. 
I'm going to say 77. Oh, dude, 87. Oh, shit, okay. 87 years old. Yeah, how about that? Uh, 10 million. Okay, at the time of his death, it was $300,000. Okay. okay. Which would be equivalent, they said, uh, 1.9 million now. Okay. Patrick Swayze. Oh, shit, that's an interesting one. I'm going to say he would have been uh, 63. Okay, do the math with me. No, it's higher than that. So he's born in 52. So would that make him 69? Yeah, 69. No kidding. Yeah, so he's 57 when he passed. Damn. Um, How tall do you think Patrick Swayze was? Oh, that's a good one, too. I'm going to say 5'10". Exactly right. I'm going to say 30 million. $40 million. Not too bad. No, seemed like a bull guy. Robert Redford. Uh, 78. 84. 84, fuck. I'm going to say $100 million. $200 million. Damn. Robert dude. Redford. Nice. Okay, three more for you. Andy Samberg. Dude, I was watching his Stern interview the other day talking about doing dick in a box. Yeah. Fucking guy is so great. Um, Say 37. 42 years old. Really? Yeah. I think he's got a little bit of money. I'm going to say uh, $18 million. He has $20 million. Very close. It's funny. They were talking. If you like Saturday Night Live, last week on Stern, it was all SNL people. Yeah. All SNL interviews. It was really cool. I loved it. But it was one of the things that came up was Justin Timberlake, how talented he is. And yeah. that he's actually a writer. That he writes a lot of shit. They said there's one bit he has. They said it's drop dead fucking funny. And it's Michael McDonald owning a McDonald's. Like going against McDonald's in the bit. And he can't understand a fucking thing he says. <laughs> and they, everyone says it is like you fall over laughter, but Lauren won't put it on there. Lauren Why? Michaels won't do it. I don't know. I wonder if it has to do with this going after McDonald's as an advertiser on NBC. But they said it is one of the funniest things ever written for Saturday Night Life. Dude, I like it. That kid is funny on there. All right. Two guys that I, I hate. The next two guys. Not that I hate them. I just think they're overrated as shit. I don't see what anyone Danny else sees Machado. in Machado. <laughs> Edward Norton. Not an Edward Norton fan. Yeah. Oh, d- you ever see Primal Fear, though? No, I never did. Dude, watch Primal Fear. He's one of those guys that every time I watch him, I'm going, I'm watching Ed Norton right now. Like, I never fall into the character. Him and Matthew McConaughey. To me, overrated as hell. McConaughey is great. Watch. <laughs> Everybody loves him, too. Watch Primal Fear, all right, before yeah. next week. I'm just telling you. I don't give you a movie. When did it come out? Tim and Richard Gere. Fucking, like, I don't know, 95? Okay. You can or, find am it. Am I going to find it on Netflix? Yeah, it should be. Am I going to end up watching it on YouTube? No, you'll find it. Um, Ed Norton is going to be, I'm going to say 55. 51. 51. Uh, haven't seen him in a lot of things recently. I'm going to say 16 million. How about $300 million? Shut the fuck That's up. What How do you says. make all that I have that no money? fucking idea. 300 million. The next guy everyone thought. At least what I always thought it was supposed to be a huge star. The next Jack Nicholson. Do you know what I'm going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, I got this. I'm going to say you're going to say Christian Slater. That's exactly right. Uh, I'm going to say 55. 54. 51. Dude. Sorry, 50, 51 as well. I'm sorry. Really? Okay. Uh, I looked that one up again. Make sure I don't fuck that up. True Romance was so good. Uh, Slater, I'm going to say, is 20 million. Slater is, hold on, I got to look up his age. Make sure I didn't fuck that up. Slater's 52. Sorry. Five foot nine, 52. Um, $30 million. All right. Okay. Here we go. Five random questions as I got busted the other day for only asking four. Okay. You see that guy that wrote that? No. Fuck you, Palais. You couldn't even get fucking five <laughs> questions of the five random questions. 
At that point, I just appreciated the I, fact they listened to the entire show. Yeah, I agree, too. I love that. All right, here we go. Five random questions. What is your least favorite form of transportation? Oh, least favorite form of transportation. Uh, oh, it's got to be a city bus. Me, too. City bus. Yeah. Taking a fucking city bus is a nightmare. Dude, when I was a kid, though, like before you get your license or before I got a motorcycle, dude, the city bus was great, man. Dude, you buy like a, just buy a bus pass and get you everywhere. Dude, my biggest fear with that fucking bus was you put the money in. Yeah. And then they'd start driving. Of course. They, they're they're you, so nervous. And you're like, I'm going to fly all the way right. from the front of the bus to the back of the bus because I can't keep my balance. And I'm going to lose all my change all <laughs> over the floor. My, all my change is going to laugh at me. Yeah, was so I was so scared to death of just don't go forward, like please don't yeah. move. And then it, sure enough, the Herky bus would move. jerks it. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> you're gonna spill your Slurpee <laughs> all over my fucking white shirt. God damn it! Dude, it was, I was wondering if anyone else have that fear that they're all about the to eat shit on the fucking bus. My buddy Deuce Bruce from Del Mar, his dad Bruce Senior, goddamn love him, funniest dude ever. He was a bus driver. I used to always say, what the fuck are you so antsy for? Just let me put the 50 cents in. And he thought that shit weird. Laugh about that all the time. The steering wheel on a bus is weird. I don't like the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one drives a car with with it being completely flat flat to the ground. Right. And then you pull the the bell, ding. But the driver's always talking that fucking know-it-all up front. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like they've done anything to cut down from going 80 miles an hour and your stop's like 11 yards ahead. So you, you're like, you're so fucking nervous because yeah. you're like, do I need to hit this bell again? Did he hear it? And if you hit it again, we heard it. Shit. Well, goddamn. You're up there running the Pat Sajak show. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> that your little fan 10 feet above your head. <laughs> With your 88-ounce drink from Circle K. And Circle K still using styrofoam. You know what that does to the dolphins? (laughs) Fucking asshole. You probably don't even have a pension. Fuck you. Pull over. You don't even have a car. I'm the one driving. Shit. (laughs) Fuck you, driver. (laughs) All right, here we go. What chore do you absolutely hate doing? What chore do I absolutely hate doing? Um, oh, that's good. Uh, folding clothes. Really? Folding clothes. Yeah. God, man, it's funny. Since COVID, I have no sense of smell at all, but it used to oh. be picking up dog shit. Now, since I can't smell, it doesn't bother me, but I have to do it every day. I don't have to walk the dog anymore. Yeah, yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah, that's, otherwise, I could, honestly, I have not smelled a thing since January. Kind, uh, of, kind of well. Yeah, we don't, I don't have a dog anymore. So now when... I'm over at the house and walk Diego. I make Jack and Cade clean up. And they're cool about there you it. Go. They do it. That's cool. But yeah. All right. If you could paint, what would be one thing you would paint from something you've seen in person? Oh. Oh, wow. That's cool. Oh, I got it. Completely random as a hockey fan. Maple Leaf Gardens. It's my favorite. Really? Cool. It's my favorite picture that I have because the Montreal Forum is very cool, old school hockey, original six. And the Montreal Forum has been uh, converted over into a mall. But as I've said, when you go inside, there's still a lot of tradition from from the old days of the Canadians. But when you go to Maple Leaf Gardens, even though they moved to Scotiabank Arena, 
The old marquee is still out front. And I've got this picture um, that I took um, when I was there. And I just, I love the black and white filter. I overuse it, but I don't care. And I flipped it black and white and I love it. Because it's just, yeah, it's old it's old school hockey. So, um, yeah, that's that's probably right now. I mean, I love New York City. Um, but for me, my favorite place to just go and recharge and try to find a little balance is Toronto that's for cool. a lot of reasons. So, yeah, I'd say Maple Leaf Gardens. What about for you? For me, it would be a stadium, too. That's why I thought it was funny you picked a sports, uh, sports venue. I'd pick either, mm-hmm. uh, either Ebbets Field, Dodger Stadium, or Yankee Stadium. You know, there's been so much history in those places for, yeah. for me. Uh, the other one, and you know what? Maple Leaf Gardens Dave would probably be two now that I think about it. I'd probably say the seventh at uh, Pebble Beach, which yeah. is the T, um, and you come down. The green is down the hill with the water behind you. Yeah. Really, really cool place. And, and my buddies, after Cheech passed away. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to my man Cheech. Would have been uh, 55 tomorrow. So wow. happy birthday to him. Uh, or no, shit. 54. 54. Um, but my buddies at Upper Deck got me a very cool picture of Tiger there where I sat and kind of drank beers and uh, had your boy Luke Bryan on. There you go. That day. See? Uh, paying tribute to Cheech. So, yeah, probably may, I'd probably start with the 7th at Pebble Maple Leaf Gardens, too. That's cool. If you ever, and you'll never go to a Luke Bryan concert, but when he does that song, he tells a whole story about the song about I, somebody. I, no, I have a huge okay. appreciation for that. As horseshit as he is. <laughs> That's a that's a cool story. But it's cool when he has everybody singing the song. Everybody sings a song with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. All pretty right, well. here, here okay. we go. What city has the best skyline? Oh, I like that. What city has the best skyline? I like that a lot. I mean, it used to be San Francisco. San Francisco used to have a great one, but fortunately, the Bay... Has just become fuck, man. It's so sad. I don't know, just having to describe it. Um, like I, I, I have a friend who's a great photographer. Yeah, she's fucking pain in the ass because I'm like, take a fucking picture of the skyline for fuck's sake. It's not that tough. Fuck. I'd say that, but she fucking wrecked that experience. Shocker. I have a buddy. If I took a picture of. The CN Tower. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, okay. right there. But in the picture, it's this girl with a tight shirt and biggest boobs you've ever seen, and she like takes up like 90 percent of the picture. I like that. And he goes, "Hey, here's a picture of the CN Tower." Okay, for that, you. that officially <laughs> is going to be my my picture of that skyline. Which, like I said, skylines, right? I mean, when you have different cities that mean a lot to you. Like, I would think, Dave, there's probably pictures you could take from Nashville downtown. Oh, yeah, Nashville is a nice one. Is, it, is that the AT&T yeah, building? Yeah, that, that one, the Batman building? Yeah. Yeah, the AT&T building. Yeah, right? People in Nashville are so proud of that building. Um, I, don't mind, I don't mind the skyline in downtown L.A. No, with it's the, not bad. With the, with the Wilshire Grand and the U.S. Bank. But uh, New York, man, it's just different. I, I was lucky enough, my buddy Lou Pate worked at uh, WABC. And my first day ever in New York City woke me up at... 4.30 in the morning. I was still on San Diego time. And we start driving. I'm just bitching and complaining. And next thing I know, we're in Jersey. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Shut the fuck up. And he takes a left turn into this helicopter. And I, dude, I got to spend the whole morning up in the air 
with the guys from WABC and flew over the trade center and everything else. So um, just that being there and, and being down and being a part of that whole energy. I haven't been, I mean, Laura and I were there in 01 right after in November, but um, I'd like to go back. I'd like to go back to New York and see it. But yeah, seeing, I mean, at the time when the, when the, Towers were up. New yeah. York by a mile. What about for you? New York is number one. I think you're you're nuts if you don't think it's New York. Um, I mean, the Empire State Building just makes a crazy statement. It's it's awesome. So I, fun. There are a lot of things in San Diego that are overrated. You know, yeah. The skyline in San Diego is underrated. Oh, I agree. It's, it's really good. It, and anyone that's ever picked anyone up from the airport and you, at yeah. night and you're coming back and you just look over and they've done such a great job with adding the lights to the top of the buildings and. The yeah. San Diego skyline is one of the best. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a very underrated, very underrated. If, if my kids and I do this all the time, we are we like going for drives. We put together playlists on Spotify. They like uh, getting some blankets in the car, right? Windows down, the whole thing. And you come the Strand from IB back into Coronado, and there's a certain point where you're still probably right. Not not far from the K's, and you look ahead and you see the bridge, yeah, and and the lights of the bridge with the skyline behind it. Some nights Petco Park's lit up, so it's pretty special, right? Because you come from that area and you're seeing the whole thing. But yeah, go go do that at night. Sometimes you time it right, you're catching fireworks or whatever else going on. But yeah, I'd agree. San Diego's pretty cool too. All right, here we go. Last question for you. If you could have two extra hours in the day, so let's say you have 26 hours in your day. Everyone else had 24. You get two extra hours. It's not going to affect your sleep. What would you do with those two extra hours? Dude, I probably would. It's the one thing during the course you'd, of the you'd, day. You'd, you'd get more sleep? So short of sleep. I thought right? for sure you'd say read. Oh, yeah. See, I would say probably read too. As I always say, I don't have enough time to read, but I'd probably it, say read. It's my favorite thing that I've done this year, and I, and I hope I would say for everybody – you should try to do it. I have tried to commit to reading at least 40 to 60 pages a day. And I used to have two to three books going at a time. And then I found that that was just, it, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't paying off the way I should. So right now I'm just one book at a time. And it's funny. I told Matt Coyle this. Um, when I worked at Del Mar, William Murray mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, was a buddy of mine and uh, a writer and he wrote a mystery called Tip on a Dead Crab that takes place in Del Mar. Talked about this book a couple of weeks ago. I said to Coyle today, I go, it's the funniest shit. The entire book is 242 pages. Read a John Grisham book. There's 600 fucking pages. William, Bill's book is 242. Now it's a tighter print, right? It's not, it's smaller. Dave, I got 85 fucking pages to go in this book. And he's just now kind of getting into the mystery part of it. Oh, my gosh. But it's been such a great read, so fun, character development. And I'm like, I'm, I got like 80 pages to go. I'm like, this is supposed to be a mystery, right? It's so cool because you read modern mysteries and it's like Mary was a school teacher and she had three kids. She was living the perfect life. Her husband managed a hedge fund. And then Mary got shot in the fucking head. And you're like, what? What What the hell happened? And her kids were eaten by barracudas. And the husband turned out that he had a porn addiction. Fuck. Page two. <laughs> Shit. 
And I was like, I'm like, this book is just, which is very reminiscent of who Bill was as a guy, just low key and mellow. The characters are great. It, it's very, I was talking to Felix Taverna the other day. And I was saying, like, he knew Bill. And I was like, it's all guys that if you've been around Del Mar, you can relate to, you know who they all are. But it literally is 242, and I'm on, like, page 139. And I'm like, it's like, the fucking mystery start, Bill? We got to get this shit wrapped up. Um, one other exciting thing before we get out of here. Congratulations to the Mightier 1090. Boy, one-year anniversary, Dave. Is who, that right? This who, soon. Fuck. What an impact they've had. They said they, it couldn't be done. And then uh, apparently today they announced two more local shows. Well, God damn it. <laughs> I'm like. What are the local shows? Who, fuck those guys. Just announce what the fuck it is. We got two local shows. It's probably Dave Stahl. Dr. Doc. <laughs> Hooked on trivia. Hooked on Mike, trivia. Mike Cook. The radio game show. Fuck, it'd be great. <laughs> Fucking guys. It's like, uh, tune in to Kaplan and family. Five, just tell us who the fuck this show is. Okay. Hey, wow, what a treat. As Scott Farrell wishes us happy birthday. Exactly. What a treat. <laughs> Arash Markazi stops by to, what? <laughs> hey, here's Scott Kaplan wishing us happy birthday. Dude, I like all those guys, but yeah. What'd you, get them, what'd you get them for their birthday? <laughs> well, I never knew it was here. I don't know. What? Even with all that advertising on the, in the Union Tribune. Fucking, I, I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we will not be here next Monday. Oh, that's right. Monday Night Raw. So, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Friday Night Lights. Get out and, uh, and support your community. See your neighbors. Support those kids. And then uh, we'll see you back here uh, Tuesday night. All right. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Nice.
that guy with the attitude, he better go away. A positive video game put a smile on my face. That stop sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I 